hopefully everyone's having a lovely night. Um, professional esports or in general, just being good at video games or maybe like once, not every game, but you know, like maybe there's a certain game that you're good at. It may be Overwatch, Rocket League, CSGO, Fortnite, whatever competitive esport title there is or ever has been and you've ever been good at that. Like in a level where you can compete, go to land tournaments and stuff like that. Or even if you know your own ability that you are at that level. There's always a question of like, can anybody be a pro? Or is it, it's like a whole thing. Obviously sports and esports are two different things, you know, but they both take a different, a, a type of skill, you know, like not every job's the same, but you know, a lot of jobs pay different wages and different skill sets are required for different certain types of jobs. The same thing with this type of like sport, you know, like sports, different types of sports require certain criterias of what you may or may not be good at and you practice or you put your heart into. Now, when it comes to video games, it's almost the same concept. You know, it's like you study a game, you become good at that game. You learn from the people around you who are better than you at the game or at your level. One thing that it's kind of hard to understand is like, cause obviously if you put, I guaranteed if you put like a certain amount of number of people to train for 5,000 hours to train the exact same way, the same hours, same way, same like training schedules, maybe even eating like the same diet, getting the same amount of rest and sleep. Cause you know, our mentality is a big factor when it comes to like playing video games at your best, which that can be considered into any sport or anything in general like you most of the time you do better when you get you feel well rested when you're emotionally stable and happy these are just things that are better off for your mentality but if you've ever been in lobbies where like any rank lobbies like for instance counter-strike when you're playing a rank match rockley when you're playing a competitive rank match whatever game it is and it has a rank mode <coughs> Like, we all learn at our own pace. Well, before I get to that, like I was saying before, like, if everyone was given the exact same rules and given the same amount of hours to train, like, there's always going to be some that are just surpassing someone else on that skill level. But why is that? What makes it, like, someone better than someone else, even though they put the same amount of time, you know? That's kind of a puzzling question. Like even nowadays in esports, there's always someone who's at the top and there's always someone who's like competing with the person at the top. And or there's people arguing back and forth. This person's better than this person. Like there's always two at the top, just like any sports. I don't really know anything about sports besides soccer, which I don't haven't kept up with it since I got out of high school. American football. <laughs> I mean, not American football, but, you know, they call it football, but, you know, American soccer what they call it here soccer but like there's a cristiano ronaldo and then there's a messi like they're both good but people will always argue which one is better 
So it's the same in the eSport League, except it's way more complicated because different games, you know, like there's Fortnite and there's CSGO. It's not just like there's so many different types of competitive games that, you know, there might be two people who are considered the best in Fortnite, two who are considered the best in Rocket League and so on and so on. <laughs> and if you notice something like with any sport, there's a lot of professionals, right? Like, obviously, there's a lot of teams for every sport. There's a lot of players on a soccer team, and there's a lot of soccer teams. There's a lot of basketball teams. There's a lot of football teams and a lot of players within those teams. And if you notice that not all of them stand out, like in each team, there's always someone who's the best or considered the best for something that they do that stands out beneath the crowd you know it doesn't mean that their other teammates are less valuable well, they're less valuable um money wise like their value but it doesn't mean that they don't contribute anything to the team you know like everyone that's playing there is playing at a top tier level my perspective or question has always been if i can only use soccer as an example because it's probably the closest sport that i even know so like if you look at cristiano there's rarely anyone who plays pays attention to the defense or the midfielders. Like it's mainly the people who score or the goalie. But everyone else in between is kind of like forgotten. Like they're there, you kind of know their names, but they don't you feel like they're not a big part of the team, even though they are. Like you don't hear their names mentioned. They're probably not getting paid as much as Cristiano Ronaldo. They're not getting paid as much as Messi. Like these are legendary pros that stand out. Like they're there's like amateurs, then there's like, okay, from a perspective of a professional league, there's like the average pro, you know, like he's better than the casual players, way better than the casual players that just play for fun, better than the college players. You know, he made it to the pro league. She made it to the pro league. They're right there average. And then there's the normal you know like where most of them are probably are you know a little bit above average in the professional scene not like in every everywhere but just in the professional scene amongst themselves so there's three categories there's like the average you know the ones that probably get paid the less then there's like the the normal average which is basically you know like everyone who's just getting paid a decent more than the below average maybe it might be the goalie or defenders or something and then there's the legendaries which are like Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Messi, Ronaldo. Like, it's people like these. You know, like you hear, like, I don't even play basketball and you hear Kobe, Shaq. Like, do you hear these top tier names? But I don't watch basketball. I don't know anything about basketball, about basketball. But I've heard these names mentioned. So, like, these top legendary players are at the top compared to the other players. Now, what makes them get paid more and what makes them be at the very top so this goes back to the esports thing i've been in games like if you ever played a game for the first time and you're, you're learning the basics right you jump into this happened to me so this, i'm using this as an example because it has happened and i'm pretty sure it has happened to other people but you jump into a competitive counter-strike game you know i don't know what ranks people are because it doesn't show the ranks but it's my first counter-strike game and this literally happened my first game of csgo and i didn't know what i was doing like people were calling cat 
and smoking this, flash this, long. Like, I didn't know any of the call-outs. So I was clueless. I was lost on what I was doing. Like, I was just trying to play the game and learn the game as I play. Like, obviously, the game is old. So getting into it this year is kind of like, okay, well, obviously, I'm late. But... If the game was like, it's so hard for people to believe like they thought I was trolling or they thought I was a smurf or trying to derank because I'm like, literally, I was new at the game and I didn't know spots or call outs or any of that stuff. And people will automatically have the negative mindset of like, oh, this guy's trolling. This guy is throwing, kick him and all this and that. So it's kind of hard sometimes to learn your own way. Like when a game comes out, you obviously put your time into hours. You don't look at the community and how they're playing all the time when the game is brand new because it's kind of hard. People are learning along with you, you know? Some people learn faster, so maybe you may look at their perspective and see what they're doing that's different from you. But a lot of the times, a lot of competitive players don't stream their gameplay. They don't up their, upload their gameplay because they're trying to keep all their tips and secrets to themselves so they can win the competitive setting whenever they go to LAN events or play tournaments. So it makes sense that they will keep these things a secret. But since CSGO is a new, uh, a pretty old game and it was just new to me, it will make sense why people would think that whenever I join the lobby. Um. So yeah, going back to the main point, since I didn't know what I was doing, I, along a few months, I like probably for a couple months, like on and off, I would play with different people, you know, people that I would meet on stream, people that I would just meet in random lobbies you know, Discord communities and all that, I will play with them. Now, what gets me confused is I've heard this conversation before to where people said, okay, because I will play a certain way. I'm still learning, you know, and I was still learning at the time as I'm still learning now. There will be certain, like I, my play style is obviously different than someone else's, right? But if you talk to like someone who knows what they're doing, they will probably tell you, Oh no, this is what you got to do. You got to do this. You got to do that. Maybe you got to hold this angle. Maybe you got to do this. No, don't like smoke here. Don't do that. Don't flash this. Like they'll tell you things to do. So if you take it back into the, to the sports thing, it'd be like, in, if you, if you're playing like, see, I mean, if you're playing like soccer, they'll be like, no, you can't dribble this and you can't do tricks. Just pass the ball and we pass back and forward. But in reality, that's what separates the average players from the legendary ones because the legendary ones take those big risks and play so uniquely different that they're able to like do these show off tricks while still be able to be able to kind of like provide something for their team of value. Like they can do it. Like this doesn't mean that these other players can't do it. They can obviously do it, but they can't do it as good as these legendary players can because they haven't proven themselves to be able to do that like this is the reason why cristiano ronaldo messi ronaldinho like all these legendaries were able to do these certain tricks and some people would be like oh he's just ball hogging or he's not passing the ball or whatever but if the game was all just about passing the ball then how would you know who's actually better at the game it's a beautiful thing to be like, oh, it's all teamwork and everyone's passing. Like, yeah, that concept is true because in reality, in reality, you do need teamwork in any game. But what separates those average pros from the legendary pros is the fact that these legendary pros are able to do these stylish tricks 
or do something beyond the normal pros will never be able to do or maybe aren't willing to try to do, which is what makes these high tier players more valuable in general. So I know this, I've seen around the community of Rocket League. It's probably the easiest example because it is exactly like soccer and the concept when it comes to passing or doing like tricks, like aerials or dribbles. When it comes to Rocket League, you know, it's a 3v3 competitive. You pass the ball and you score, you rotate, you know, you don't stay in net like in soccer you usually do. In soccer, you kind of rotate from mid and forward, but usually people still have their, like they ended up rotating back to their own, you know, spots that they're dedicated to. When it comes to Rocket League, it's kind of like everyone plays everything. As long as you rotate in a unified um, circle or you're coordinated to where like, you know where your team is going to be and you know, but obviously it's kind of hard to do whenever you play with randoms, unless you find like the groove of how your team is moving. Still, the concept of Rocket League is the same. You pass the ball, you pass back and forward, and you score, right? Like, easy concept. Now, you can get to Grand Champ, or you can get to the highest level by just doing that, right? That is very true, but what separates the legendary pros from the average pros? Like, there will be people who say, the game is only about passing, and the game is only about, like, you know, playing as a team, which is true. To a certain extent. And all these pros that are in the pro league, they, they're all, prob I'm pretty sure most of them, if not all, can do all these like super fancy aerials and dribblings, like double off the walls, whatever you want to call it. Like so many different things in the game mechanically, they're mechanically skilled. Like they're able to do all these things mechanically. But. Which ones are willing to take that chance when it comes to an actual tournament? Which ones can actually do it under pressure? Which ones can actually do it against other professional teams and not just in like ranked games? Because it takes us, there's, like I said, there's a normal pro and there's a legendary pro. Most people will say, oh no, it's all about team play. It's all about passing and all this. And the concept within itself, that is true. But if everyone was just doing that, everyone would be the same you know like imagine if someone was going around saying no this is how you should play the game just pass the ball don't dribble don't air dribble don't backflip off the wall and try to get rebounds like just pass the ball back and forth back and forth imagine if everybody did that in rocket league no one would stand out maybe a team will stand out but no single player would stand out no single player will be able to make a name for themselves and when it comes to anything competitive, whether it's in sports or esports, teams are not always set together. Like people, like different teams are always buying players for their organizations or teams to join that teams. So that's what makes them valuable. That's what makes people show off their skill. Because if it was only a team-based thing, then no, you would never see teams changing around constantly. Like you will always see the same teams consistently, but in Unless you like talking about like the World Cup, then obviously, you know, people representing their own countries and stuff like that. But the more popular leagues are the ones that are like teams that are bought, like for soccer. But on esports, almost every team gets dismantled and are always like playing with other people because they're buying teams on and off and buying players. So no one's ever on the same team all the time. 
because you ended up you end up finding out that some players are more compatible with others than they were with the previous team that they were. So, with that being said, I've read different Reddit posts. I've seen different videos of people saying, "This is how you like get to grand champion. This is how you play." Now, this is true. If that's all you care about, get into a certain rank then you obviously want to play a certain way if you're kind of limited to your skill. Because there's certain people, like, you're not going to be able to air dribble against someone that's, you know, kind of decently good at reading them. Because, let's be honest, air dribbling is easy to read if you play Rocket League. But if you know how to air dribble well, it's also easy to for you to fake them into thinking that they know how to read it. Or even dribbling. Like any of these simple concepts that you think, oh, I just rush them and push them. It's not that simple because some, a legendary who, a legendary pro who can do it well, you're not going to be able to stop them. Now in a pro setting league, you may be able to stop them 50, 50 every now and then, but you've seen these amazing plays that these legendary pro, like you can think of squishy muffin. You can think of Kronovi. You can think of scrub killer. Like they've all done these insane types of shots and other pros have too, but the most popular ones that come to mind are these because these are the pros that do it consistently, regardless if they win tournaments, regardless if they win all the time, it's not the point. The point is that their name stands out for the things that they do or the things that they did, you know, and so on. So to me, it's just kind of like, a, feels like a taboo concept that people don't aren't willing to listen. Like, I, I get it. Like I said, yeah, the game is mainly about playing as a team. What game isn't? But this goes back to my same theory of saying if it was all about playing as a maybe there is a game out there that you have to exactly like there is no showing off and there's no trick shot ins and stuff like that. Maybe there is. I don't know. But the games I play like Cisco, you can like rush and then headshot if you're really competent in your skills and quick scope with the op, whatever. But at the end of the day, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. These are just like theories or thoughts that i've thought of thoughts <laughs> um and yeah because it kind of always bothers me like i get it people want to win they don't like losing and if something works you're willing to just never change but every time like i play any game and someone's trying to do something different like i get it if it's a game for money but if it's like a competitive game and a ranked game like in the atmosphere where you're willing to try against other competitive people, but you're willing to take risk and try something new that no one's ever tried before. Like, how are you ever going to know if something actually works? If you're always listening to your teammates saying, I'll do this, do that. I'm not saying play selfish. I'm not saying ignore everything your teammate says and don't play as a team. But what I'm simply saying is if you're always just never taking chances or taking risks to see how far your abilities can go and you're always sticking to the same thing, then you're never going to like, like how do you know that what you wanted to try is or isn't going to work? You could be the next legendary pro just because you took that risk or you can be the average pro and play like everybody else that's an average pro. And there's still nothing wrong with that because everyone has their place. Like those average, normal, I don't want to say average pros, but just normal pros that are on that same level. They're still way better than like people like me or the casuals that just still play rank or even the global elites. Like it's a whole nother level. But between that level and the legendary pros, those are still two completely different levels. Like there's a reason those big names are heard more 
than players that are probably pros and you never even heard of on any sports or any team. So that's just like my take on it. It's like, imagine if Cristiano Ronaldo never tried to like do fake shots or Messi never tried to like ball hog and dribble certain things and Ronaldinho never tried to do those plays, but instead they all just passed the ball. Like that's all they did because someone said, don't risk it. Someone said, don't lose this the game. Someone said, play this way instead. Don't play how you want to play as a team. Like they were able to stand out because they took these risks. They practiced enough and they were willing to take the blame if it ended up in a loss because of their failure. But that's what separates them. They're taking those chances. And I feel like anyone who's capable of taking those chances should. Now, like there's always a balance between things. You know, you don't just say, like forget the team and ignore everything and just play selfishly in every single game, never pass the ball in Rock League or in CSGO. You never watch someone's back or never call out or maybe in Fortnite, you let your teammates die like your duo partner and you take this loot or his mats, like whatever game it may be. Like, I'm not saying do that, but don't be afraid to take like that quick scope snipe in Fortnite. Don't be afraid to do the air dribble or the dribbles in Rocket League, even if your teammates blame you, even if your teammates say not to, you should have passed the ball, play as a team. Like, take these chances to improve mechanically on these certain types of games because you never know if something works. And you sh you can improve and make a new meta for a certain game. Like, imagine whenever, like, the whole Overwatch thing became, like, a meta of, like, Shield and Bastion or whatever. Like, someone was obviously willing to try that, you know? Like, that wouldn't, things like that wouldn't be a meta if someone wouldn't have tried it, you know? Like someone said, I'm going to be a bitch and do this. And it worked out for them. Like it doesn't like it doesn't matter what other people think. If something works, it works because you were willing to think outside the box and try these new perspectives of way of like playing the game and just doing something that no one would have thought of. They're like, no, we don't need three DPS. Someone does it and it works. We don't need three tanks. Someone does it and it works. It's like. These are the risks that you have to take in order to know if something's going to work. Not just playing. Now, there's nothing wrong with sticking to the same thing. If you like, you're not trying to be that legendary. You're not trying to move further ahead. But when it comes to anything professional, like in teams, like you're never going to be with the same teammate. That's just the reality of it. So to solely rely on the team like the team that you're playing with and you're thinking that you're going to stay with them, it's not going to be that. You're always going to be with different teammates and it's always going to be different. Now, if you're playing a rank mode, then yeah, you can choose to play with friends and people. And then yeah, you have your own play style that you revolve yourself around. That makes complete sense. But for the other people who play solo or for people who are striving for more, and that's not to neglect or say that the people who are not trying to take risks aren't striving for more. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just simply saying that trying to give you a perspective of why people take those risks. Like if someone peaks long or peaks a certain angle on any FPS game and you, you're telling them, why did you peak that? That was a shitty thing to peak. But they feel confident in their ability. And if they would never peak it, like how now once they do it over and over and they know like, oh, I can I just can't do this peak anymore then yeah, they shouldn't do it anymore. But how are they going to know that they're not capable in their abilities to be able to do a certain peak or a certain dribble if they never try? And the more that they do it against someone and the first time they accomplish it, they're able to perfect it and do it more. 
and yeah, people are going to learn and see like, oh, this is how you counter this and that. But then this, that's where you start improving and start learning new ways to trick them. They're like, oh, you think I'm going to do this, mother? Mother, you got something else coming <laughs> and you do something else. And like, they're like, oh, my God, I never expected that. So it's kind of that same concept because like I've been in games where people tell me how to play and I'm still learning the game. And it's like, dude, let me learn. The, like the whole point of playing a game is so you can learn, you know, like I like I get it. I'm maybe I'm a burden, a burden to you because I'm in silver. I haven't ranked it and I'm playing like what in a higher rank than I'm supposed to be in. But that's I'll de-rank eventually and I'll get to the rank where I belong. And it's like I get to play at the level that I feel like playing the way I want to play and learn at my own pace. Like I'm not here to be the best or to be a pro. And same goes with a lot of other people. Like you always get this thing where people say, then why are you playing competitive? Like we all know why we play competitive because playing casual on any game doesn't give us any like dopamine or any like satisfaction of winning. Like you, you, you win in these type of games and it's like, oh, wow. So just in general, playing casual doesn't do anything for anybody. Like, yeah, some people have fun and just play casual because they're like, they enjoy it. But majority of the reason why people, like if you wonder why like silver or bronze people on any rank or the lowest tier play competitive, it's because they enjoy it. They feel like they're getting something, whether they're losing, improving, learning or winning. Like to them, competitive is competitive. Like they're playing people their own level that they want to be better than, you know, it's not that they necessarily want to be at the top, but they want to be better than they were yesterday. It's the same thing that's lifting weights. There's always going to be someone who can lift better, whose body looks better, like who's just better overall in general, better genetics. But it, you're not trying to be better than them. You're trying to be not only is it fun to compete in part, but you you want to be better than you were yesterday. You want to see your improvements over a few months, over a few years. And even if you don't see any improvement, you just you're happy with the accomplishments that you've made and how far you have gotten from a certain point to like point A to point B. And then you stop improving and it's kind of like, oh, but it's still fun, you know, like working out. I still enjoy it, even though I'm not getting any gains or losing any weight, but I'm still staying the same relatively the same amount. It's fine. So that's why most people that, you know, you see that are like, why are you playing rank if you're not here trying to win? Like they are trying to win. They just learn at their own pace. They do things their own way and they'll get ranked to the level that everyone deserves. You know, it's not like they're throwing on purpose. Like I always hate when I see people getting put down because they're worse than someone else, even though the other person who's talking trash is obviously has more hours. And it's kind of like, dude, you're putting someone down who just got the game who's just playing the game like i've witnessed this in overwatch a lot or even rocket league where like someone not mainly rocket league because usually rocket league you play against people who are around your like own level not rank but level but like an overwatch or something else like someone may have like you, you always get this diamond player who's in gold and he's blaming like everyone else on the team and it's kind of like dude this person's obviously not that good like so what like what do you want them to do like they're trying it's not like they're purposely throwing but toxicity will always be in video games. And it's another topic that I'm going to talk about later. I previously talked about it before, but I want to go more in depth into it and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about today. It was something that I've been thinking about for a few months. And I probably missed a lot of things that I wanted to say. And it's kind of hard. You, It's better to probably talk to a pro 
because a pro, a pro will be able to get their mentality and point of cross of how they see things. But different pros, not just one pro. Maybe one day I'll be able to interview certain pros on like what they think. Like, can anyone become good at a game and what separates the very best from like just the average pros, you know? Like what separates the normal pros against like the top no-name pros? And depending seeing what answers they give and seeing their own perspective because they're living it, you know? Like they're in that moment, they're in that scene. They will know. So hopefully one day I'll be able to get some interviews with some pros. For now, I just want to stick to my own format of podcasting, my own episodes, and just be talking to myself, really expressing my thoughts on different topics. But I definitely do want to interview people in the future, for sure, with, you know, small streamers to different types of influencers and professional esport players, commentators, people who are striving, like just different types of people. It doesn't have to be a big name. Like it, it just doesn't really matter. It just depends on their kind of visions that they have, whether it's like a small indie developer, game developer, maybe someone that's trying to start up like something new or I, I don't know, like just in, someone who's trying to make it in photography, cinematic video in, or maybe trying to make it like um, an artist, like people who make emotes or graphic designs or like anything in general, big or small, I would like to interview different types of people from different perspectives to try to understand the ins and outs of what they struggle through and what they go through. And then also the big ones who already made it and what they went through and how they made it and, you know, give advice to other people who want to take that same path that they did. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully one day I'll be able to interview some pros and give their sights on what you think you should be able to do to accomplish what they've accomplished and if it's possible for everybody or at what point should you just stop and give up on that one game because unlike sports new video games are coming out every year next year this year can be a new esports title that takes over fortnite and you may be good at that game you may not be good at counter-strike or fortnite but you may be good at another game that comes out later on and that might be your chance to shine whether it be professionally or just entertainment wise when it comes to streaming or giving tips and tricks on YouTube videos and stuff like that. Like there's always new things coming around the corner, new games, new new trends, look at TikTok and stuff like that. And there's always going to be new entertainers that are coming up from these new social media platforms that are trending or these new video games that are trending. Look how Fortnite blew up and it blew up Ninja and other streamers that you never even heard of. So it's, it's the same concept. But still, just keep trying your best. I'm no one to say, like, this is the right way. This is just me simply putting my own perspective on how I feel like a lot of people are kind of limited by teammates around them, telling them that they should play a certain way when I feel like people need to take more risks and see if something works. Obviously, if something doesn't work, like, you know, there's like a balance between trying things out and when you should stop trying to do things when you know you just aren't capable of doing them. So yeah, those are my two cents. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. It's probably all I want to talk about. I think in the next episodes of my podcast, I'm probably going to combine two conversations, like two, two topics. Like I really, like I try to make my episode, they end up being so short because I try to make my episodes revolve around just one topic. I don't like to waver off into different topics, but I feel like it's so hard to really stick to one topic and talk about it consistently. And I end up being all over the place a lot of the times. So like definitely in the future, I need to do like some bullet points and 
mark things out how i'm gonna like write them down but usually for this podcast i want to do like episodes every day and i just want to go with the flow i mean like every single day as most as, as much as i can you know maybe a day i'll skip or something but whenever i have time and i can i want to put out podcasts at least once every day if possible and it's kind of hard to write like things out so i usually just go with the flow i write a topic down and i'm like like today i was like i've been thinking about this for a while so you know like what separates the normal pros from the legendary pros that probably be the title who knows so yeah that was like a topic that i wrote on my notepad and it was like okay i want to talk about this topic and i usually don't write anything else because i already have these thoughts in my head but usually i go after and write it after i'm done talking about it and then i realize that oh i missed a lot of things which is kind of a backwards way of doing it like i should probably write the whole thing down first and then look at it but then i feel like it's kind of scripted and i don't want to do that like i said plus when you're doing episodes every day it's kind of like easier to just go with the flow so yeah that's all i really have to say for today hopefully you enjoyed this episode if you want you know to listen to more subscribe you know what to do and if you want to start a conversation or you ever want to get interviewed or something just um send me a message on my twitter or email me my email business links will be on my youtube videos my youtube description or you can just message me on twitter which i prefer but either way it's fine and Usually I'm not going to do interviews right away. Like I said, I'll probably reach out to different people when I want to do interviews. For now, I want to get the hang of the whole, like getting better at talking, doing my format, like knowing what direction I want to take my podcast in. Like I said, I know I wanted to revolve around games and the streaming, the, the streaming, the streaming industry, just different topics of my thoughts on different topics about the streaming industry and integrations on what i think twitch should add or youtube or who's going to be the next big streaming platform or social media or video games or movies like tv shows and i want to integrate that all into this you know it's just entertainment basically and i do have another podcast which is mainly it's more personal which i'm not gonna like give out or whatever it's mainly for myself mainly to vent about things to cry and complain about my life <laughs> And, you know, just that uh, basically a journal or a diary for me to just express my f emotions on how I feel and what I've been through. So that's my other podcast. But I won't link it because, you know, th those are two different things. That's like kind of a more depression, depressing, emotional thing. And this one's more like a an upbeat, uh, happier, not as depressing, I guess. Sometimes it could be depressing, but not as depressing, I guess. Um, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> Um, stay safe whenever, wherever you listen to this, if you're driving or whatever, and I'll see you next time. Be safe.